It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You're going to thank me for this. Okay. Okay. I've got the grossest things that you'll come in contact with in your hotel room as you vacation. The clerk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, first thing they say, and we've talked about this one before, and that's the drinking glasses, which was a big surprise. Yeah, because they look like they've been sanitized. Fox News used some hidden cameras. And they discovered a lot of times the maids don't even wash them. Mm-mm. Yeah, they don't wash them out. I mean, they put that little piece of paper over them like it looks like they've been washed out. Mm-hmm. Right. But they've been sitting there probably since, I don't know, 2012? Yeah, I found lipstick on one of mine before. Oh, yeah. We just <laughs> checked into. Yeah. Did you take it down and tell them? No. No, so you should do that. Why? Okay. <laughs> that they, they might, I don't know, at least have a speech. Gather the maids around and go, hey. You guys aren't doing a good enough job of making it look like we washed these. Ah, they're doing their best. <laughs> no, they're not, apparently. Yeah, sometimes they just squirt them with water a little bit and wipe them down. Oh, God. Yeah, you know. We wonder how we had a, a pandemic. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, uh, they, we've mentioned the remotes before. Right. They found that remote controls and light switches are two of the dirtiest things in the hotel rooms because the maids, they don't clean the light switches. They use them. And so there's so many fingers touching those light switches. They're gross. And uh, also the telephone. If there's a telephone in the room, a lot of times they don't wipe those down as well. That's a little surprising because, I I mean, I guess I get it, but you don't think people use it very much now. But I guess they still call the front desk. Mm -hmm. I I think they trick us now because they have those little plastic bags that they put over the remotes. Like it looks like someone hasn't used it in a while or they have definitely cleaned it. It's kind of like what they did with the blankets on the airplanes. You Mm -hmm. remember when they used to... You know, they give you a blanket, and you'd have to open up this this pack, this this you know plastic uh, yeah. <laughs> see-through pack. Like yeah. someone had cleaned that. Yeah, and, you know, that's <laughs> probably not the case. They they did a good job tricking me though. <laughs> but yeah. they'll do that with the remotes too. At least you feel good about it if it has that bag. You're like, yeah. oh, this went through a cleaning. System. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I see it on remotes sometimes at hotel rooms. I've not seen that. They, I've seen the, the thing at the airplane, like you said. They say the most disgusting things in the bathroom or the hotel room uh, is the bathroom tub because most of the time a lot of people aren't cleaning that out. And now it's more so showers, not tubs. Well, I, most, but, a lot of them have tubs, but I don't ever use the tub part. I just shower in it. Yeah, but people just kind of wipe it out with a towel or the maid or well, what is a, what is a maid that is a guy? A maid. Is that a maid, too? I mean, housekeeper, house cleaning. I think okay. I usually call them house cleaning. Because I've seen some maid guys before. You're making this harder <laughs> than it has to be. <laughs> I've got to Google that now because, you know, you got servers, you say, waiter or waitress, because you got a waiter or a waitress. Yeah, but, these days it's already complicated enough. A maider or asking <laughs> <laughs> their pronouns. Okay, and then uh, they say finally the most disgusting things in the hotel room, the comforter, Ugh. especially the part that covers the foot of the bed because a lot of people say they sit there naked when. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. When you know, they get out of the shower, oh. and they might be putting their socks on or their underwear, and they sit down oh because they can't. They're, they're not the kind of people that can stand up on one leg and put. Oh, I, I, can hear, I can hear you talking. Okay, sorry. About me. <laughs> so you sit there naked? No, but I'm saying I'm one of those guys who can't bend down and do all that. Right. So yeah. the 
funny thing is nowadays those things aren't even a full comforter. They're just like a pretend comforter. They just sit on the foot of the bed yeah, to mm-hmm. look like you have a comforter. And then they say that's the most disgusting part. The comforter is not as disgusting as that thing that sits on the bottom of the bed. But I won't um, lay back on a comforter. Mm-mm. I yeah. mean, if I'm in a hotel and I'm just going to lay back and watch a little TV during the day, yeah. I will pull the comforter down and expose the sheets to lay on while I I'm never just... thought of that. Well, yeah. and they say they are the last thing to get washed because they're so hard to, you know, navigate. Sure. And they're yeah. cumbersome. It's like your house. You don't do your comforter that often. Exactly. And also, they say the reason why they are gross is because most people that have kids, like little, you know, little kids, that's where they change their diapers. Oh, oh great. I didn't oh, think about that. Yeah, you think about that? They're like right there on that little comforter at the foot of the bed. Yeah, we were at the lake last weekend, and my sister was changing my nephew on my bed. I'm like, you have a bed, too. Why are you doing this on mine? This is gross. Oh. <laughs> I've learned when I babysat, I used to do that until I called it. It was a big mess. Okay. Yeah. My comforter. <laughs> I, I, okay. I learned to change diapers on the floor. There was a big incident at a school where this couple had their, their little kid, and they had gone to see the school play that one of their friend's daughters was in mm-hmm. and they changed their baby right there on one of the lunchroom tables that, oh, this was after all that was you know, oh it was, yeah it was yeah. in the evening mm-hmm. but they just laid them out right there now they use one of those little pads oh yeah. that's fine but okay, i've seen them at the my wife was changing quinn's diaper on this table and everyone was like oh my god that's our lunch table yeah, yeah. i mean it's disgusting and she shouldn't have done it i was like i do not know her yeah <laughs> well you've seen people do it at fast food restaurants on the table yes. really oh, yeah because yeah. they have the bathrooms for that i know but the school didn't did have that. those kind of bathrooms because you know it's a school you know i'm sorry but to say it's Go out to your car and get in the back seat. Oh, I agree. I was disgusted. I mean, I wouldn't even change my baby's diaper in a bathroom at a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, unless they had the fold-out table and it's a nice restaurant. But a yeah, fast food well, place, yeah. they're already nasty bathrooms. A lot of the fast foods even have those now, though. Yeah, I still wouldn't change and, it. And, you know, when is it an emergency? Really? I mean, the, the baby's not crying that much. They oh, kind of get used to it. And no. I, but Because many times when my kids were smaller, I'm like, you know what? I'll just run home and do it. You ever <laughs> seen a blowout? That's an emergency. Yes, it is. Running down your leg. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, now that's... I thought you were going to say you've had a blowout. <laughs> no, that's Probably. an emergency, I know. But I'm just talking about just the ones that, you know, are not that bad. Yeah. I never had any that weren't that bad. Mm. They were well, all horrible. No, just like Daddy, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the most disgusting things you'll find in your hotel room. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well... Is handwriting gone away? No more cursive writing? No more writing handwritten notes? I know that schools in some cases no longer teach it. Now, our kids learned it. Yeah, mine, um, mine too. But I, but I, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. It's a shame because it is more fun to write in cursive. Well, a new poll found that about 5% of us haven't used a pen or pencil in over a year. Wow. Yeah, we're just using our cell phones now to communicate. Nothing, not, not writing. Now, I will still write. Uh, a handwritten note occasionally and send it. Why? Well, because <laughs> my printer was broken the other day, and I was trying to send an invoice to a place, and I said, I apologize, my printer's broken, and I said, thank you. And also, I sent my check in. When you got a house full of people and a family, you leave each other notes. Well, yeah, you do. You're yeah. like, hey, so-and-so's in the fridge, or this is, you know, whatever. Or that post-it note that I love you, honey, on the mm-hmm. mirror in the morning. I'll try and leave cute little notes for that, like that for my husband, and then midway through, I'm like, oh, gosh, my handwriting's horrible, and I'll rip it up and try again, and then I'm like, you know what, I'll text him. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, only nine percent of us would ever send a handwritten thank you note now, and that's down from twenty percent a decade ago. 
I would though. Definitely do that. We still do that. We'll yeah. send out thank you notes and stuff on a card. Well, sure. Yeah. I don't expect them. And mm-hmm. you know, and I don't understand why. I think it's a waste of money. And and I'm I appreciate it. I <laughs> I got a thank you for a gift I got for a baby shower and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And it was handwritten. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "I it's not necessary for me." I mean, just yeah. being invited is enough thanks. Well, and you know what? <laughs> going back to the cursive writing, so I have a friend, and he works with a lady that does not know how to do, like, cursive writing at all and can't even read part of cursive writing. Wow. And now she's in her 30s. So did this start, you know, like, you know, a few years back? No, right. she's just and, an and idiot. <laughs> well, she's really not. I think the she's, millennials maybe started not teaching in school then. No, we still had cursive writing. Really? Did yeah. you go to private school or public? Public. Do I seem like I have a private school education? Well, yeah. for like elementary, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be showing it outwardly a lot, but it does make a difference because my kids definitely learned cursive when I think a lot of public schools may not have been doing it anymore. Well, what do you write by hand now? Checks. Okay. Well, but checks, you can still do but, those online. And, and you know what? Less people doing checks now. Mm-hmm. It's like straight out of your bank account. Don't even own checks. Haven't in like 10 years. Yeah. Wow. But how okay. do you pay for something when you don't have money to pay for it? Funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right there. I got a check. I can pay for it. I still use checks. It's called a credit card. Not, I, not for every bill, but some of them, like my mortgage, I just, I just use that for my... Yeah, yeah I still write checks for some bills, although most of them are on auto pay now. I hate going... Oh, I don't like the auto pay. I like to be responsible for when it gets there. Right. And I do have some that are, but um, I... Don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> with auto pay, though, I, I feel like I'll miss it one month. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, where'd that $1,000? Oh, I forgot about my mortgage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, now, yeah. with mortgages, you have to tie it to your bank account. Well, I know. It's, it's pretty, but now what gets me is whenever you've got a credit card and yeah. then it gets compromised, so they issue a new one. And all your auto pay gets screwed yes. up. Yes. Oh, that's yep. true, yeah. Greenville that's Water true. was calling me. I'm like, why are they calling me? And they're like, you hadn't paid your bill in two months. I'm like, I'm on auto pay. And they're <laughs> like, your card has declined. When my identity was stolen twice, that was the most frustrating part oh, of exactly. the whole thing is I having know. to reset all that. Why did you let it get stolen twice? <laughs> it happens online sometimes. <laughs> I wasn't just like, hey, by the way, my social security number is. It's like, what is it? <laughs> you didn't you learn your lesson the first time? It's like, I didn't stole it already once. Hey, the first time South Carolina gave it all away for everyone. Yes, and I just got that four years of um, free stuff credit mm-hmm. monitoring. Yeah. But now I will say this just it's not necessarily your credit card stolen. I got a new credit card. They just sent me a new one because my other one had out, you know, went out to date. Same number. But the little three-digit cut on the back uh, changed. No. Oh, so okay. I still had to go into all these automated accounts just to change that three-digit code. I'd be like, couldn't y'all just try a few? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a guess at it. So what do you write by hand? And this is what folks said. A, a thank you card, obviously. Mm-hmm. Christmas cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Overrated. A lot of times you can just have, you know, you can print it like you've signed it. Right, it people usually easy. know, but yeah. I do think it's cool that you can do your own uh, Christmas card and then just jot a quick little note well, on it. Well, birthday cards, too, from your granny with that $5 bill in it. Five? <laughs> <laughs> My granny wasn't that yeah, well, that's a cheap granny right there. there is. No, mine was like a dollar. Oh, was it really? My bad. Man, yeah. my granny's the one that always gave me a lot Growing of money. Growing up. Okay, what do you write by hand? So Christmas cards, thank you cards, or thank you notes. 
A grocery list is what you still write by hand. Mm-hmm. But no, I, not me. Now you use the cell phone All for yours. in on the apps. Wow, there's nothing more satisfying than scratching stuff off no. that list as you're shopping. You know what's awesome oh, is no. when you're at the store and you see the items pop on there, you're like, oh, good, We're, we aren't going to miss these items because like, my wife's going through the pantry while I'm at the store <laughs> and seeing what we need. And finally, what do you write <laughs> by hand? And that's death threats. Oh. I thought you used a magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cut out the letters. Yeah, you get caught otherwise. Yeah. Or you change your handwriting up. That's they'll, what, they'll have an expert come in and tell what you really meant. <laughs> yeah. That's when you get your friend. Will you take a note down for me? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This is going to be great news for some kids out there, but the majority of people believe we should teach this subject in school now. Mm-hmm. Banking. Banking yep. is not what they're talking Finance. about. They should teach that, but that's not what, uh, this is something the kids are going to be excited about. Manners, respect. Again, this is going to be <laughs> something the kids will be excited about. TikTokery. You're close. All right. <laughs> Corey? Hmm. Instagram? Uh, you're in the same ballpark as Hawk. Yeah. So video gaming, uh. according to 54% of people, should nope. be taught in schools. The world changed, and people do make money playing video games now. It's a lot of money. Yeah, they do that. Uh, and also, of course, a lot of the influencers mm-hmm. out there started like Dan TDM, some of those guys playing games. Yeah, Minecraft so, for Dan yeah. TDM. And uh-huh. so here you have these kids that are, that is actually college course now. You can take college courses for esports. Yeah, well, that's a lot more important than like learning taxes or how to cook properly. Let's just teach them how to play video games. Well, well you, you can, uh, with all the video games, you can do all that stuff. I detect I that you should be a sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right, because I used to play this video game where I actually was cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I was assembling burgers. Dude, and, there's a ton of those out yeah. there. I don't think there's any, though, that do your taxes. Well, no, there is that one, that TurboTax game. <laughs> That's not <my> game. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my daughter, when we first got the Oculus VR... She would get on there, and she would do this game where you basically ran an auto body shop. And the cars would pull in the garage, and she would have to fix things. And it even had parts where she would cheat and replace stuff that didn't need replacing just to make more money, just like real life. Yeah, there you go. It's a job simulator. Yes, and then I was like, if you're going to do job simulator, let's yeah. just get you out there and do job for real and make some real money at it. So you're going to let her fix your Corvette next time it breaks down? I don't trust her after what I saw she's doing. <laughs> she's yeah. having something broke that ain't. So here's the thing is that I kind of agree with Cato. I don't think they need to teach this. I think that's something they're going to learn on their own Well, anyway. yeah, I agree. But yeah. I could see how you would have elective courses on this that would teach you maybe certain tips and tricks. It might teach you the uh, the financial side of this and how to, and maybe the business side of how to start an eSports franchise and how to start your own channel and what to do to earn money doing it. Yeah, though. your video YouTube channel. Yeah, Something well, like that. YouTube would definitely be part of that right now anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you would teach them the business of running this, of how to make this a career. So the next time, and I think you brought this up, and I can see why now. Next time your wife walks in the room and you and Quinn are playing your games, like, honey, I'm just trying to train him. I did. I'm I told her. I'm like, this is a teaching moment. <laughs> <laughs> they say there's more careers than just being a pro gamer. Gaming-related college majors could include content creation, 
yeah. uh, streaming communications, graphic design, business management, game development, and all kind of software engineering. Well, I'd rather take home ec. Okay. <laughs> and burn those brownies. <laughs> Cinnamon rolls. Thank you. But I think also just, you know, with kids, their hand-eye coordination and stuff like that, that's it's, right. it's good for, for kids. Do they still have recess or do they sit inside and play games? Ooh, I always made A at recess. Very good grade for recess? <laughs> wow. They have recess still at the do, okay. yeah. Some of them. I mean, they have a lot less PE and stuff now. That bothers me because I always counted on the school to take care of the physical education. And, not the dads. And, well, I, <laughs> I'm not going outside, so I thought yeah. they were doing that at school. That's mm. But I don't think my son has seen the sun. That's weird to say it that way. <laughs> yeah. In ages, because they don't. He doesn't go out. My son's got the recess app. Well, <laughs> you know what we started doing that is helping now. What? We are doing the um, bits. Yep. No, it's called the lawn mowing app. What? They, they get exercise because now my kids are mowing oh, our lawn for us. Oh, okay. So they get more steps in there with their Fitbit and stuff like that? Well, I guess. They yeah. don't have Fitbits. Yeah. I have a fat bit for well, me. Well, <laughs> is that where you just sit around and get points? I guess. But here's <laughs> the thing. They, they're they getting exercise doing the stuff I used to do for exercise. Well, and that's what my, my, my son, I got him the Fitbit, and he counts his steps every day, and he tries to get a certain amount of steps, and... Boy. So I love counting. When I walk to my car, I'm like, whoa, 20 steps. You got it, girl. Yeah, you're, you're doing on your good. Way to 10, <laughs> I do it manually. I count in my head. Yeah. <laughs> there are 22 steps leading up to this building. Okay. How many have you got today so far? I've only been up once. Oh, I've been down and then I'm back up again. So I've been up twice down once. So there you go. 64 steps. Yep. Yay, Kato. I, I still got another cup of coffee downstairs to get. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know if my math's right. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I ignored you. <laughs> Just take my word for it, Kato. I did. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. And we got, of course, a 4th of July weekend coming up. A lot of people looking forward to a three-day weekend. Yeah. We thought we'd tie in a crank call. It's a voice automated telemarketer crank call where i pretend to be a robot yeah it's like yeah. you're an automated voice that they you know it's like you think you're a person at first but then you're yeah. like this is not a person you get them all the time <laughs> now and they can really trick me sometimes you know what my wife does what? she'll ask them what is 12 times 12 oh, and you hear good. all this clicking going on mm-hmm. and it'll be like they sometimes it just ignores it sometimes <laughs> someone will actually come on the line and go well this is actually a, a voice assisted call or some crap like that yeah well, I'm going to turn into a robot. Good. Hi. Into <laughs> <laughs> a patriotic crank call. Try not to give away a patriotic vacation today. I hope you don't. <laughs> Hello. Hi. This is a computerized message. The 4th of July is upon us. How would you like to win a free vacation to one of America's most patriotic cities? There's absolutely no obligation on your part. This is a free and clear gift donated by an unknown benefactor for tax purposes. If you are interested in receiving this gift, please press or say the letter A. If not, press or say B. Good. Which patriotic city would you most like to visit? Press A for a free vacation to our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Press N for a free vacation to New York to see the Statue of Liberty.
press P for a free vacation to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to see the Liberty Bell. Or press D for a free vacation to the great patriotic city of Liberty, South Carolina. Good. You chose Liberty, South Carolina. I did not. You chose New York City. Good. Now, if you answer the next few questions correctly, you will win. Name at least three founding forefathers of America. Answer after the tone. Boop. Jim Hancock. George Washington, um, John Quincy, Adams. Good. Now, for our next question, I will now spell the word patriot, leaving out one letter. Please identify the missing letter. Ready? Yeah. Okay. A. T. R. I. O. T. Please answer after the beep. Boop. P. I'm sorry, your answer was not recorded. Please identify the missing letter after the tone. Boop. I said P. Please speak clearly after the tone. Boop. You need a P. No, but thanks for asking. Next question. Are you familiar with the national anthem? If so, please state yes after the tone. Yes. I said after the tone. Boop. Yes. For the next 60 seconds, please sing the national anthem. What? I don't even think I know it all. Boop. <laughs> I can't do this. You have 50 seconds remaining. Oh, say can you see? By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare. And the rocket's red glare. What? <laughs> oh, uh, that's right, that's very good. And, and the rocket's red glare. The bombs bursting in air. Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. They does that star-spangled banner yet wave for the land of the free and the home of the brave. <laughs> oh. Good. Now, answer our final question and you will win. What was the president's name in 1972? Please answer after the tone. Boop. I think it was Gerald Ford. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Our president's name is Joe Biden. And that was his name in 1972. Oh, man. You're a loser. But thanks for playing our patriotic sweepstakes. And remember, if we ever call again, please let the phone ring. Have a happy 4th of July, and may God bless America. Goodbye. <laughs> that was dirty. I uh, know. <laughs> yeah, boy, he was funny. dedicated, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I sing the national anthem. It was so funny. I even had to give him the uh, rocket's red glare. He's like, and the rocket's red glare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad. I need to call him back. Why? <laughs> you don't want something. It was dirty. I know. Well, I that's know. the whole point. Otherwise, we had to give away a trip. If your friend says that he was tricked or has scammed this morning uh, in the and, you know, happen to be, and you listen to us, don't let him know it was me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. And they ask people to tell, tell us something that you've walked out on. Of course, bad movie was one of the number one answers. Okay. But like Cato said, a lot of people pay the money. They're going to sit through that Darn movie. Too, man. Yeah. So what have you walked out on? Uh, a movie. Okay, a movie. <laughs> I, I don't sure. know if I've walked out on anything else before. A show at the Peace Center. Which one? I think it was the ballet. I thought I was ready for singing. Yeah, yeah. There was never any singing at intermission. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm done with the ballet. <laughs> Yeah, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Yeah, uh, there was it was Dracula, I believe. So all right, people have her. walked out on an argument or a fight before. That's something they've walked out on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh, and I, we've all done that, right? A relationship, a bad relationship. People have walked out on that when that mm-hmm. was mentioned. Even a date, like you've had a bad date. How'd you get out of that? Did you walk out on? You know, just say, hey, just left them there hanging at the <laughs> dinner table. Now I'm gonna eat first. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, did you uh, walk out on a job? I know Cato did. He just didn't go back after one day. Well, no, I, I did tell them, uh-huh. but I did walk out on another job, and the next day I went back and said, please let me have my job back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what job was that? Bojangles. It was my first job. I was 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Chick-fil-A yep. when I was in high school. I worked two weeks, walked out, and then walked in to get my check, mm. which was really awkward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people mentioned um, music lessons. They I were quit t- piano. <laughs> I still regret that. Okay. Like my cousin's a great piano player in uh, in Charles uh, in Col- Colorado. Yeah. And he plays for big resorts out there. And, and uh, you had lessons I, with him for uh, no, but uh-huh. I used to want to play like him, and I I quit. I wanted to play outside with my friends. <laughs> and this is the most unusual one: the things that people have walked out on a haircut, a bad haircut. Jeez. It's not something you want to leave, leave midway through. No. Have you ever seen that thing on the internet? And mm-hmm. it's got this dude with a fro on half his head. Mm-hmm. And it says underneath, it's arrested during haircut. <laughs> and oh, I man. guess the guy had only had half his hair shaved before the cops came in and just arrested him. I'd be like, could I please get the other half of my hair cut? <laughs> yeah. They got to find that and post it. It's so funny. Well, and people have walked out on bad haircuts before. Uh, you know, you notice it didn't look too good. Uh, most people say they don't say anything at all if they a bad haircut they just never go back to the person so it's kind of like exactly. breaking up yep. and <laughs> not just leaving them hanging i had a girl when she was doing my nails she cut me and i'm sitting there bleeding on her counter but i just stayed through it because uh-huh. i didn't want her to feel bad so then it was awkward yes yeah, it only swelled it, up for days i know infected. that infection what, yeah. but dermatologist I, I did that 
Worked out on dermatologist. I just quit yeah. going. Okay. I called and said, I need to reschedule my appointment for never. No, <laughs> okay. Well, things you shouldn't say to your hairstylist mid-haircut, they say, you're fired. Work through the day. Yeah. Did you forget your glasses? (laughs) You don't say that during a bad haircut. Is this your first time cutting hair? (laughs) Put down the scissors and step away from my hair. (laughs) (laughs) What did my hair ever do to you? Oh, wow. (laughs) Things you shouldn't say if you're getting a bad haircut. Okay. I said earlier that there was a guy who got arrested in mid haircut. Mm -hmm. I was not completely right about that. Okay. There's way more than one. There's like four or five guys that have been arrested in mid haircut. Uh huh. And they're all pretty much similar. They got like half a haircut. They got upset and so bad that the police got involved. One of them got in a fight during his haircut, mm-hmm. so he just didn't get the second half done. <laughs> okay. One guy broke in, I think was trying to cut his own hair and jacked it all up. Right. And then this guy, this guy's addressed in mid haircut. And what they were doing with him was those corn roll weave things. So, like, one half of his head's got those little cornrows on mm-hmm. it, yeah. and the other half is poof. <laughs> so we've got to post some of these things up because that's funny. Well, apparently people are walking out on bad haircuts. Well, that's, I don't say walk out during the middle of it. No. <laughs> Let them finish anyway. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.